This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan of Dallas, your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout. He is now co-host of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan of Dallas, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. Central. You can check that out on the Odyssey app. Uh, and you can also hear Brian on the pre- and post-game show for the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network, which is where he is at tonight. He is still at the stadium. I left, so I'm back home now, and we're getting ready to set up. Uh, but we're recording this on Sunday night after what can only be described as a glorious night for Cowboys fans. The Cowboys get the victory 20-17. to And before we dive into anything else specifically about the game, I, I want to spike the football a little bit, Brian. I feel like I... I gave good confidence to Brett Maher, and he's proved me right now with three 50-yard field goals and the game winner. Brett Maher, I think we should feel good about that man. You know what? You should absolutely feel good about Brett Maher. And you know what? Bones Fossil and and the coaching staff and the scouting staff, you, you know, that was a very, very difficult time, Bobby, when we were all doing that at uh, in Oxnard, when we were watching – you know, with Garibay, even post-draft, when they signed Garibay from Texas Tech, we were all like, oh, well, hey, this guy, they, you know, he's better than Dicker the Kicker at Texas, and he's better than this guy and that guy. And, you know, and I just was kind of – I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, they went out and they evaluated this guy. And all, all everybody that covered Big 12 football was like, no, no, this guy can really, really kick. So there was a lot of things, a lot of, of – a lot of good feeling going forward about the Cowboys kicking situation, you know, and then with, you know, with Hiralahu as well, 
you know, in that competition. And I give them credit. I give them absolute credit because they could have just let this thing go. Okay, we're going to hire Lahu's the kicker and we're not going to worry about it or, or we're going to make Garibay work. No, they said, hey, we honestly have to evaluate this position. Yep. And we have to go get a guy that we think has a big leg that can make field goals. And it looks like, you know, to this point, through two weeks of the season, they've selected the right guy. Yes, they did. You know, who says you can't go home? You know, uh, Brett Maher working out so far. Cowboys win this one over the Bengals 20-17 to a game. I thought they'd lose, honestly, by like three touchdowns. Uh, the, the defense... Man, we're, we're going to get into specifics next segment about the offense. A little bit later, we'll get into the defense. But just kind of a general overview about this team and, and how this game played out, Brian. Uh, I, I think some of the big headlines for me are you did what you needed to do in terms of you pressured Joe Burrow. He could not breathe all night. I felt like there was some exha- exhaustion set in in the second half a little bit for the pass rush. They were out there a lot. Cincinnati controlled the ball for 35 minutes. I felt like they were getting a little exhausted near the end. They weren't generating the same pressure they were in the first half. But good job generating pressure. Good job protecting Cooper Rush on the other side. Uh, They allowed just one sack in the game. And I think overall, Tyler Smith did well. Thought it was a good bounce back week for Terrence Steele. Um, And, you know, one of the things we talked about was Cincinnati knew you were going to want to run the football, so you needed to make them pay. And I think early on, that's what they did. They made them pay in some of those favorable looks. And as the game went on, Cincinnati had to, to you know, play that a little bit. They, they had to start taking things away and softening up some of the run looks. But overall, a, a really gutsy victory for the entire team. No, absolutely. I think everything you nailed on, Bobby, is absolutely right. I The moment of the game for me happened in the very first series, the very first offensive series for the Cowboys. And Mike McCarthy, with his quarterback, his offense – deciding to go for a fourth and two on his own 44-yard line. I mean, there was there was no hesitation. And I remember sitting in the press box going, is he going to try and draw him off sides? What's he doing here? Is he, yeah. he going to try and make him burn a timeout? And what happened was it was interesting because if you watch, and I remember this very vividly, when they stayed on the field, like it's the – the Cincinnati's punt return unit was on and then they had to run off and defense had to run back on. Yeah. And I was thinking uh, McCarthy's being cute. He's going to try and make them burn a timeout here, or he's going to try and catch him with 12 men on the field and pick it up that way. But no, he runs a play. They call it, they block it up. Noah Brown runs a in cut there, 17 yard pass. Great throw, great catch, great protection. And now, now they're cooking. And all of a sudden, the confidence meter from from uh, for his offense went from like low level to like boom. Like he he just I mean he hit is he hit it on one hundred. If that's what you know, if I'm doing that the right <laughs> way for the yeah, crusty guy, yeah, sure. But yeah, he that thing hit a hundred, and all of a sudden it's like oh, this is how we're going to play football today. So Mike McCarthy. Tip of the cap to you. I'm super critical of you a lot of the time, but you did you did the right thing. You knew what your team needed, and you got the result you needed for it. So congratulations on that. Am I am I over 
overthinking it, Brian. Am I reading too much into it? When when one of the themes we heard in the Cowboys locker room this week was it's just week one. Like there's 16 yeah. weeks left. Yada, yada, yada. Stephen Jones told us to relax. Yeah, he gave he you the old Aaron Rodgers. Relax. Yeah. relax. Yeah. But yeah. doesn't it say that that fourth and two opening drive on your own side of the field, they knew how important it was that that they need to right this ship early. I, I don't think you're making that I don't think you're making that call if you think everything's all right as rain and yeah, we'll just kick it and we trust our defense. That felt like they understand there needed to be a statement made here. And I'm glad they made it, but I think that that betrays some of their rhetoric about how they've talked about where their team is at. I think they knew they needed that. And you mentioned it, it was the kick in the pants they needed that, you know, you had the incompletion to CeeDee Lamb on third down, which was disappointing, but then you hit Noah Brown for 17 on fourth down. Then yeah. it's Dalton Schultz for nine, Zeke for seven and a first down, Tony Pollard for five yards, CeeDee yeah. Lamb on the end around for six, Kevontae Turpin for three, and then it's the touchdown pass to Noah Brown, who made a fantastic catch in the end zone. Noah Brown was fantastic tonight. We'll talk about that a little bit more specifically in the next uh, segment, but it was when when they got out there and they scored. There, there's something about the way this team is and the way this defense is that just getting the opening touchdown seems to do so much for your confidence in this team to win a football game. If you're able to score on that first drive, I know my confidence in their ability to compete and win this game went way up when they just scored one touchdown out of the gate. It's like that's enough of a head start for this defense right now that I think you can feel confident that you're in a good spot for the next few drives. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. No, I, you're, you're right about that. I mean, it, it clearly, I mean, you rattled off the plays after that. And it was, it was like offensive rhythm. And it's offensive rhythm that carried over the next time they got the football, you know? And I think, I think it really, really helped the defense as well. Knowing that they go out there opening drive against Joe Burrow, they've got a 7 nothing lead. Yeah. You know, I think that really, really, it just, it, it, it energized. I think it energized. I think the fan base after it was shock and then it was awe, and then it was, here we go. And I just, I just felt like I'm like, McCarthy is not dicking around today. No, he is going to find a way to win this game. He is, he's going against one of the best young quarterbacks in the league one of the best young wide receivers or tandem of wide receivers or, I mean, Trio. That, that group that they have over there. Yeah. You you couldn't play conservatively in this game and win today. Now, they tried in the second half. They they had that first, the second or third, you know, second, first, second, third series of the second half yeah. where all of a sudden it was a little bit of, oh, I don't know here, Jim. I don't know. <laughs> I was doing my Tony Romo. Oh, I don't know, Jim. But that's, you know, that's that's where I, I think that, you know, if they were able to rally a little bit. After that 19-play drive, man, I'm sitting there thinking, I wasn't thinking good thoughts. I'm not going to lie to you. I am not <laughs> thinking good thoughts at all. But for them to get that stop, that final stop, after 
you know, Brian Anger's punt, I thought it was beautifully placed. Then you get a special return, special teams return coming back the other way. So things kind of got back on track uh, for this team after a really, really difficult second half. Yeah, and you mentioned that they did try to play it a little bit more conservatively. Joe Mixon, five carries, five yards in the first half. He averaged really three yards a carry. Really Joe Mixon averaged three yards a carry. Run defense, run defense, run defense was great. Was outstanding. But, yes. but they did start to chip away a little bit in that second half. Joe Mixon touches the ball 15 times in the second half. He was getting a big workload, and you saw it was it was starting to wear things down, and they were converting those third downs. They had that one drive where they converted three third down opportunities. That was the one where they scored the touchdown and then get the two-point conversion to tie it up. And I don't know about you, Brian, but when they scored and got that two-point conversion, I felt like, here we go again. A team decides, let's punch these Cowboys in the mouth, and they're not going to be able to respond. And I felt like after that touchdown and that two-point conversion, I was like, this is the Bengals game. The Bengals are winning this game. And Dallas showed a resilience in a game that, honestly, I don't know that we've seen in three years of Mike McCarthy being here. The, the Mike McCarthy era, if we're just being totally blunt, has had three or, or two and then week one has had a, a track record of soft football teams. They're not, they're not tough, really. They're, they're, they're not physical. Um, this was one of the more physical games I think they've won in the last several years. Although this was a, this was old school in the way that uh, that they were able to pull it off, and I, I you know I still say that Mixon, yeah, he chipping away, chipping away, but man, it, it looks so much cleaner playing run defense tonight than it did Absolutely. last week when linebackers blocked, edge is blocked, end is blocked. I mean, everybody's blocked. I mean, it, it just it seemed like there were more white shirts, and they tried to run the counters where they get blockers out in space. Van Der Esch stretching the thing, knocking them out. Wilson knocking things down. You know, Armstrong. Guys getting in position last week. They This week they get in position to make the plays. Last week it wasn't so good. Yeah. Last week it wasn't so good. So, yeah, I just think that, yeah, that, that you're, you're right about the toughness aspect. But I'm going to give these guys some credit for playing some damn good run defense. Yeah, absolutely. And and look, I think that overall, um, you got to come out happy with the performance. And like I said, it, it's just it's more. It, it's funny to me when when Dallas came out in this game in in the first half, you could tell there was a commitment to let's get the run established early on. And I just felt like we saw that from Cincinnati right out of the gate. It's mixing for ten, mixing for six. There's a screen pass to Mixon. The very next drive where they get the ball, it's Mixon for five, Mixon for five, Mixon for four, Mixon for two. They clearly wanted to try and wear them down. They felt like, we don't care if we're getting two to three yards a carry. We just think that if we physically wear you down, you guys have a history well, of crumbling. And that's what I think is nice is that they, they pass show protect? No. This team, this team they, had to, they had to try and run the ball because every time they went back to pass, right. the quarterback was wearing somebody with a white jersey. Yeah, you no, know they no. had to try and do something because other than that one 19 play drive, really, what did they do all night? Yeah, really, I mean, nothing. No, that, I mean that, they, they chipped away, and honestly, they were the they were the benefactor of some, you know, tough moments. Like you get the uh, the scramble from Burrow, and then the call on Donovan Wilson for the you know unnecessary roughness, and yeah. and you know they they benefited from a couple different areas. This game could have been put out of uh, out of reach if Dalton Schultz doesn't fumble. No um, question. 
closing in on the red zone, trying to make something happen. I'll ask this. Maybe it's not a big deal. Do you think Dalton Schultz, like, he's got the first down. Should he have just been happy with the profit? Or, like, do you think that little tap dance that he was doing was a little much? How many times have we seen Dalton Schultz, like, run, bounce off somebody, bounce off somebody else, get spun around, get hit in the back, fumble the ball? You know, I mean, he's trying. I mean, he's honestly trying to make and get more yards. But in that situation, sure. Take the ball, get the first down, and get down. You know, if, if, if just live to fight another day. But you know, he's trying to make a play. He, you know, he he gets he gets walloped a lot. You know, yeah. And, and, and when you watch him play, so um, yeah, I mean, it's that's that's kind of nitpicky on us to say that. But I, I'm like, you get that, you kick that field goal, or you drive that thing in and get a touchdown. This Game thing over. is church. This yeah. thing is church. It, it's over at that point. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.